Welcome to Reverse Psychology, the Frasier Rewatch podcast where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight, we are covering Season 11, Episode 2, A Man, A Plan, and a Gal, Julia, which originally aired on September 23rd, 2003. Is this where Frasier uses his wealth to buy Freddy's way into a good college? We'll find out. I'm your host, Curtis Jack. Joining me as always, our resident upside-downer, it's Ryan Sansone. Curtis, I'm a man, we don't have a plan, and we don't have a gal. But we do have Brad, so I guess I'm excited to be here. Uh, speaking of Brad, he is our desperate housewife, Bradley Kirkston. I am a man. <laughs> I would also like to point out that the title of this episode is clearly something I would name an episode. It's annoyingly you. Like, it, it yeah. genuinely annoyed me when I read the title. That's the most Brad thing I've ever heard. How is this an episode of television that someone agreed to produce? Correct. Writers, step your game up. I know you haven't been working for like 20 years, probably because of this title, but step it up. And, and writers, if you, need, if you need someone to help you name TV shows, I'm your guy. I'm, you will love, if you like naming this episode, you'll love more of his work. I promise. What would, you, what would be your alternate title to this episode? Obviously, this was a perfect title of an episode. But what would you what would you call it instead? Yeah, would you like me to go first? Yes. No, I, I was only asking you. Okay, great. Um, my alternate title with this episode would be "A Girl from Sports Night Appears on Show and Is Not Nice to People." It's it's clippy. I like it. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is what you would call it. Actually, that's that is honestly a better name than most of your names. Yeah, I mean, that's a common theme with me. I don't I don't know why I had a weird pause there. So, um, but that's a common <laughs> theme that I that I uh, you know just come up with really creative and successful names. When you say successful, can you give us any example of any success? In anything that you've named? Yeah, sure. Have you ever seen the movie Titanic? Yep. That's one of them. You named the the boat? No, the movie. <laughs> so so James Cameron was struggling to come up with a title yeah. for that? You, you no, stepped they, in? They would have called Revenge of the Iceberg, but I, <laughs> I stepped in and said, what about, what about Titanic? First of all, if there was a sequel to Titanic called Iceberg's Revenge, I would watch it. Why would the iceberg need to get a revenge? It's mad that the boat ran into it. <laughs> have you not seen that SNL sketch? No. First of all, you came to where I live and you hit me. Do you watch SNL? Yes. That, should we be doing that for this show? Uh, probably. Did Kelsey Grammer ever uh, uh, host SNL? He had. Oh, that is interesting. I don't know. <laughs> it's less interesting when you don't have the answer. Yeah, we'll just have to, uh, you know, just, yeah, it's all good. Uh, Curtis, why are we here tonight? What's happening? But now I'm distracted because I looked up on the Saturday Night Live wiki. There is an entry for Kelsey Grammer. Um, okay, yeah. So he hosted in 94 and 98. Okay. It gave it gave a very long biography of him, but didn't immediately say <laughs> that he hosted. So I was very confused. Also, it says his name is Alan Kelsey Grammer. Is his name not? Is his first name not Kelsey? I don't know. We should probably know more about the show that we uh, currently are on. It has his name has to be Kelsey. There's no. It's Alan. No one chooses Kelsey over Alan. Can you imagine Fraser being referred to as Al? No, no. It'd be way more. It'd be way more early nineties. <laughs> It, he's Alan. Look at that. The bad spelling, even. You don't like the E? No, no. A-L-A-N, if you have to be named Alan. Okay, I can see that. That does sound better. Gotta get that Alan all the... Yeah. His spelling's way too close to alien, which, you know, knowing him fits, but still. Well, anyway, Julia in this episode, she does not eat birds. Guys, what, what don't you eat? 
I forgot that's what we're doing. Yeah, I can go. So this is kind of answering the question, kind of not, but I don't care. When I when I was younger and I used to go to um, the sandwich place called Subway, what I used to do is I would only get green vegetables on my sandwich and I refused to eat any vegetable that wasn't a green vegetable. So just green peppers and lettuce? Like, what are you talking that's about? All- no, banana peppers counted. I counted banana peppers. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so Wait a minute. Are you colorblind? <laughs> you you would only eat green things, but also the thing called yellow peppers. No, I would eat. <laughs> I, I would. I would eat banana well, some people, peppers. Some people, would, Curtis, eat green bananas because they're crazy. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate. All of the uh, teamwork I'm having getting tonight, <laughs> Mr. Sansone, uh, really means a lot. Well, we have to dig into your psyche, obviously, for the show. Yeah, of course. Why? Chris. Did you like the taste, or were you just being a fucking weirdo? I mean, I, I'm gonna go with the latter because, like, did you do uh, you like other vegetables, and did you yeah, like all oh, of the green ones? <laughs> always, always. But um, spoiler alert to our listeners: um, Bradley's a weirdo. Yeah, no, they 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 got that one. And shockingly, this isn't something that started yesterday or last year. This this was from the womb. I've I've always been a little weird. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you only ate green things. Yeah. No. Um and this 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 habit would only happen at Subway. If I went to another sub shop, this that wouldn't necessarily happen. Did you but tell only- people or was this just some stupid thing you had for yourself? Oh, my two best friends, I don't know if we can say their names on television, they knew about this. Like you you can say their names. This isn't that show. You have said their names. We'll, we'll, <laughs> a couple times. We'll, we'll call them. We'll call them uh, pineapple and um, hiker. Great. <laughs> All right. What What did pineapple and hiker think about this? I don't think they gave a crap. I think that we were like twelve or thirteen, and they were like, "Okay." And how long did you commit to this bit? Uh, I don't know, five, ten, twenty years. I don't know. Does a very different amount. Five and twenty years is a huge difference. Maybe not twenty. Do you that still would, do it? If I had to bet on something, if I had to bet, I'm not that big of a gambler, but if I had to bet, I would go somewhere between five point two years and and eleven point six. Real quick, what is point two of a year? Two uh, months. Yeah. No. Yeah. But still, <laughs> two and two a half. Months. Two and a half months. Thank you. Would you would you do this green vegetable thing when they weren't around, or would you? Oh yeah, you... oh yeah. I mean, this was everywhere. <laughs> this is like my parents used to get so annoyed because. Okay, cause... so your parents also knew it. If you just go to Subway and say, "I want green peppers, cucumbers," and no, 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 no that's not what I would do. I would say well, that's what I'm saying. Have... That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can order just the green things without being a weirdo about it, but certainly you made a big deal about how you will only allow them to add green things, and then you asked for a banana pepper. <laughs> um, no, worse than that. Worse than way worse than that. I would say, and I have the green vegetables. And if I saw them pick up something that I think was a green vegetable, I go, "That's not a green vegetable." And then if they miss something, I would go, "That's a green vegetable." And that included the banana peppers. Every time they didn't pick up a, green, a banana pepper, you freaked out on them and said, "Why aren't you getting the green vegetables?" I said, "No, I was nice." So I said, "I think you skipped that green vegetable." And then what? Did, what happened when they said, "What do you mean?" Oh, thank you, Mr. Kirkston. We're so sorry for missing that. No one said that. First of all, you knew your name. Were you wearing a a, a name tag? <laughs> and did it say Mr. Kirkston because you were twelve? That'd be super weird. They were just kind of do it and did not look happy about it. This is honestly crazy as hell. As a as a former Subway employee, I must say whoa, whoa, whoa. that you, you were an employee. You were an art. You were a sandwich artist. Please refer to yourself as a Subway sandwich artist. I'm the Subway sandwich artist, formerly known as Curtis. 
<laughs> and, and I, I would not have indulged you at all. I would have just said it's not green. Do you I want it or not? They all Do you did. want it or not? I would have been so cold to you. And then you would have still called him Mr. Kirkson because you're respectful. Well, I'm not a monster. Well, too bad I never got to go to the subway you work at. Too Worked bad. At. For the record, for our audience, Curtis does not still work at Subway. So you can't go order green vegetables from him. He won't give them to you. I'm a Burger King now. <laughs> now, you didn't do all the green vegetables at Burger King because they would spit it in your food in front of you. I think the last time I went to a Burger King might have been with the two of you in college. So I'm not. Thankfully, you didn't pull that shit in front of us. That is that is honestly you not going to Burger King since college is maybe the best life choice I've ever heard you tell me about. I haven't been burger king much either they're not like super accessible i don't even know if we have one. they're also not good they're also not good one of the reasons they're not accessible well check out our next podcast fast foodies with braddy curtis and ryan i don't oh, know braddy. why that was pretty good do we do we need to tell ours or is should we just do brad's and move on yeah, yeah we should, i i i'm gonna go because i want to hear yours because yours is probably actually stupid as fuck so Mine's normal. I have this weird aversion for not liking sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. So I refuse to eat grits, even though I love all things breakfast food. I don't even I, understand that one. You don't know what grits are? You never heard of grits? Sure, sure, I heard of grits. I just actually never seen a grit before. Or you don't respect the choice. I, I just... How does how are grits and sand anywhere? What? It's literally named grits because it's gritty like sand. That's why they call it grits. They're pretty sandy, yeah. And not good. I mean, I've never really had grits. I thought you were a southerner. Instant grits. No self-respecting southerner uses instant grits. I take pride in my grits. I am a southerner. I, I do live in the south. The south, the south loves grits. That's the one hallmark of them. Well, we like other things in the south as well. No, you don't. But even though I'm a southern gentleman. Oh, boy. I'm just not a big grits guy. Actually, one of your better impressions. Well, because I'm a southern gentleman. Is it because you also don't like the taste of sand? I love the taste of sand in my mouth. That sounds that creepy. Sounds, well, you were trying to make it sound creepy. I was trying to just be a professional. All right, well, that one's unanimous. I am surprised because, Brad, you do fan- fancy yourself a Southerner, but whatever. I'm just a Southern gentleman. I don't know why you keep saying that. How about you, Curtis? Um, for for me, I was I was going to say one uh, that's really boring, but I'm going to go with uh, because of Brad's comment. Because you're a southern gentleman. Because I'm a southern gentleman. Uh, my my thing is like a I was very bland. I like very plain foods. So I remember one time. Why do you keep using the past tense? Yes. Oh, I, ooh, I, he, likes, he likes avocados now. Is that even true? That sounds pretty spicy for him. No, I I I, I mean that is spicy, but no. I remember I was at like a sleepover and the next morning they took us to like lunch at McDonald's. And I remember the kid's mom was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. And she's like, you don't want anything else. Like I I will literally buy you whatever you want. You don't. And I'm like, no, that's what I want. What I wanted was a plain cheeseburger, just cheese, meat and bread. And she was flabbergasted. She's like, "Ah, why? Here's the thing. For anybody else, they'd probably be like, that is weird. We just know you so well. Like, if you would have said you ordered a cheeseburger with everything on it, we'd be like, who the fuck are we talking to? Honestly, you've you've come to the wrong place for this one. I actually love the McDonald's plain cheeseburger. Also at Subway, um, before I worked there, I would go and I would order the BMT. Nothing on it. No lettuce. No vegetables, no dressing, just meat and cheese. We all weren't former artists. The what? (laughs) The BMT. 
It's their Italian. It's like salami, pepperoni, and heat. Yeah, I didn't have that ready to go. Okay, so you, what would you, what was the sandwich that you would order? It was bread, salami, pepperoni, ham, provolone cheese. Wrap it up, please. No sauce. No. In fact, one time the guy making it was like, "You, you don't want like so I can put some lettuce on it." He's like, "No, no, 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 thank you." He's like, "You want a sauce though, right?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Just some oil and vinegar." And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like. It's going to be so dry. And I was like, that's how I like it. I was going to say, did you, did you order it, it extra dry? Or like you dab some of that oil up? I don't want any meat oil on there. <laughs> well, you're like, that's the way I like it. Extra dry, like my soul. I like my Subway like I like my Chianti. Yeah, I was drinking a lot of Chianti in seventh grade <laughs> or whatever. That would be pretty cool if you're like. I drank super dry wine and I drank and I ate super dry sandwiches <laughs> and I did super dry slam poetry. Do you think maybe we should actually talk I about wanna, this episode I do of Frasier? Real quick, but I want to know what your boring answer was because I oh I mean you know it. It's just that I don't I don't eat seafood. That's a crazy yeah, answer. That, that is very boring. This is, way it is it's boring because it's only boring because we know it. It's crazy <laughs> and should be investigated in front of the public eye, but we can save it for another day. I'm sure it will come up again. There, I was going to say, there's definitely going to be seafood up, uh, episodes where we can bring that up. Spoiler alert, Bradley. Spoiler jail. Oh, yeah, you're in the penalty box. Let's file this under. Leave them wanting more. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's get into the show, ho. Oh, we're in the show. Oh, again. Oh, Frazier. Oh, yeah. Good idea. We open with windows lighting up throughout Seattle. Daphne announces to Niles her pregnancy and swears him to secrecy until they can tell Marty and Frazier at the same time over dinner. Frazier complains about his love life and Niles counsels him to commit to commitment. Are coffee shops usually places where people tell, the, tell their spouses that they're pregnant? Yes, 100%. What is the reason that this would be the first moment they were together? And like, was she waiting till she got to the coffee shop? She just got back from the doctor. They say that. Oh, do they say that? Okay. Yeah. And also, he was going to order her normally super strong coffee. But as you know, you have to limit your caffeine when you're pregnant. Don't be idiots. So, Ryan, when you found out your wife was with child, was it at a It was at Starbucks. Starbucks. That's oh, right. Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. I... She told me to come in. I was like, we normally just do the drive through line. She's like, no, we have to go in. And then, and then she said, aren't you going to go get me a, a coffee? And you said, what do you want? You're like, no, you have to know. You have to say it. No, she she knows that she orders my coffee. I don't know how to order coffee. And Is we, that true? We, I have gone. I've gotten coffee maybe 300 times. I don't know what the fuck to order. If I order by myself, it is a disaster. Well, I, I assume you guys don't Starbucks that often. They don't put no, everything never. on the menu. They will omit things for reasons I can't tell you. And like, if I like something and I have to do it from memory, it never works out. Like no idea what to say. Um, and then I do. Enjoy- <laughs> Did you just wake up from your nap. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, for, so for this comment though, I, if, if I'm Daphne, I'm not even telling Frazier, like without even seeing the episode, I, I noted that it's probably a mistake to tell him in the first place. Well, the fact that they have to like discuss how they're telling him, it's like, he doesn't handle things sensitively. He does not. They also, they also just, I know that there's a thing where you like wait a while before you announce it to other people. And I know they're like immediate family, but it seems weird if they know he's a blabbermouth that they would tell him at all when they literally just found out that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I would have waited. We definitely would have waited. Yeah. All right. So I loved the sheepishness with which Niall says the poem. Like he's so proud of himself. Yeah. I also was going to ask you if you uh, wrote a poem to tell people as well, too. He didn't write a poem. He recited a poem. It's not that impressive. Also, wait, when you say sheepishness, which I can't say. <laughs> One more try? 
<laughs> Sheepishness. Oh, slow mo was way worse. <laughs> Let's try that at two times speed. When you say sheepishness, um, that was pretty good. Do you do you mean like the way he says it proudly? Because because to me that word means that he was like embarrassed to say it, but he seemed very proud to me to be yeah, reciting the this. way the way he does some of the lines. It's very like he's like being very coy about it. He's just, I like, think he's it's him his... trying to do it in an Irish, the original Irish accent or Scottish ah, accent. Yeah. Okay. Well, either yes. way, he's super excited. It is. It's Scottish. It, it's from Scottish origin. No one believes you. No, it, it is. It is because yeah. did I forget? Was it Robert Burns? Is that who they said? Yeah, Robert Burns. Ne- I know neither of you know who that guy is. He's an old drinking guy. I went to his statue in in Edinburgh. It's nothing to me. He has a statue in Edinburgh. Well, I went to some statues too. I didn't read about him. It's really big. Oh, oh, Robert! What what a big statue you have, Robert! It's like a tower. Let me respect your poetry. Um, we're doing a really great job of covering this episode. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, I just do. I do love that the coffee shop is more important than any other place in the world. If that's where all the business takes place. Oh, well, speaking of the business, we get some fun bit here. It looks like we're going to have Julia next episode. I guess from I, I don't remember which scenes she reveals some of the stuff, but it sounds like she does work at the station. Correct. You're right on that one. But like you also, if she works for the station, you'd expect to see her in the future. And we know that doesn't fucking happen. You think she quit over uh getting dumped by of all people, Frazier? I would. I would quit. I wouldn't blame <laughs> her for for a second. She moves to Chicago to restart her life. Yeah, right. Get away from him. You would relook at your life if you got dumped playing charades or whatever. Pictionary. Whatever. Uh, I do like while he is complaining to Niles about about this woman, he he refers to himself as Flasier, which I yes. called him a couple episodes ago, and so I feel vindicated personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you did. Well, so this is actually so one of the pitches for this podcast was what well, was it better to have watched it in the moment and clearly in this case not you couldn't have gone back and saw that he actually did say pleasure because i don't i assumed you guys hit the rewind did you to verify that he says pleasure yes yeah had to right but you couldn't have done that if you're watching on live tv i also have the uh captions on when i watch and uh they uh they did write out pleasure is your hearing starting to go uh <laughs> i did i, I loved fraser's uh little line of niles where he goes i'd like to strike you of course but you speak the truth yes i do the intensity he says it i really appreciate because that's how i talk like a crazy person well and and much like fraser you and fraser share the same thing in common where you are surprisingly aware of how insane you are and he he does clock it in this moment and that's not the first time we've seen that out of him no and much like him you would resort to violence yes can I ask? A, I, I want to ask a question. I, I think it might be spoiler territory, but Brad. But I'm, I'm going to ask him, Brad, before you answer. We, I need I Ryan mean, to weigh I in. Think on, you mean Vlad? Vlad, uh, I need I need uh, Ryan to weigh in on whether or not you're allowed to answer it. But I'm curious. That list of women that Niles names are they just random names, or are they from like earlier in the show? I. It's irrelevant to me. You can weigh in on that. I don't yeah. think you know either way. No, I do. I, so I'm pretty sure the first couple are, but I think at some point, I don't know exactly where he, they, they go off, off book. If that mm. makes sense. Okay. I didn't, I didn't write the names down, so it'll be fine. Let me see. Faye, Cassandra, Chelsea, Claire, Lana, Abby, Mia, Marie. Oh, all right. There, there were definitely some that were real, but towards the end, I'm pretty sure they were just, first off, this is not a spoiler alert. He did not go on nearly that many dates. Oh. That is a spo- actually that is a spoiler alert. Oh. It's hard to tell what the previous ten seasons are going to be like right now. There was like thirty names they mentioned at one point. Let's it's be ten honest. seasons. 
It's it also 10. wasn't 30. Yeah. Brad, Brad is sitting here going, uh, it was 11 years of the show. You're not going to get through 30 whole dates in 11 years. Come on. <laughs> How could anyone accomplish such a feat with their busy schedules? Speaking <laughs> of Brad, commit to commitment. How Brad could you get? That's the most Brad sentence I've ever heard. Brad title, Brad, Brad uh, slang. I do love that we're just, well, in my, my nickname, not even my name, but we're just saying it all over the place. Brad? Blad? Is that what you meant? Bladley Blurkston. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, tell me you would tell me you haven't said commit to commitment at some point in your life. I'm pretty sure I might have said that to my staff at a meeting a couple weeks ago. Also, despite this episode, maybe take that on for yourself. Commit to Co- commitment. Commit Bradley to commitment, Blurkston. Brad. That could be that could be the name of my biopic. Commit to commitment. But glib, but nonetheless inspiring. I don't think Brad is the side of the equation that needs to commit. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> well, I, yeah, no one wants to watch a biopic of, of working at a summer camp. <laughs> well, when I make lots of money off of it, I will say hi to you guys during my acceptance speech for my Oscar. I mean, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. So it's weird, uh, despite the fact that this was mostly a scene of two brothers acting like Brad. Uh, I thought this was a, a lovely little scene. Good start to the episode. Blazier left a message for Julia, the woman he most recently ended things with, so that he could try again. She pretends to come over to collect a missing earring, but a single sonnet later, and she is in bed with the flage. <laughs> All right, we get to see Smooth Fraser at his best. He, he's kind of smooth the whole episode, surprisingly, except for that first scene. Yeah. The role of Julia is played by American actress Felicity Hoffman. I can't. Do I know her? Is she familiar? She kind of had one of those faces. She was the famous person that got in trouble for that college uh, bribery Except scandal. Thing, yeah. You, no, there was someone way more famous. No, it was not as bad as Lori Laughlin. She was like the yeah, the that's the one. Lori Laughlin's the one who got in a lot of trouble. Felicity Hoffman just got in a little bit of trouble. Okay, well, I assume she wasn't the second most famous person because she was in one episode of No Pleasure. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was on uh, Desperate Housewives. She was on Sports Night, as I mentioned before. Oh, is that uh, why you said Desperate Housewife at the start of the thing? Yeah, it's also why my my, my joke at the very beginning was, is this the episode where Frazier uses his wealth to buy Freddie's way into college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what digs? She's been in a bunch of random stuff. Okay. She looked familiar, but I haven't seen any of the things you guys list- listed, so I don't know. Just one oh. of those faces, I guess. Has either of you, and really I'm going to put it more onto Curtis because I know the answer is no for Ryan, sent a significant other a sonnet before? Uh, do you call leaving a voicemail a, so- a sending it? Did you leave a Have you done that? No, no, but still, I thought that was an interesting verbiage. <laughs> I don't know what a sonnet is, if we're going to really be honest, but I certainly haven't left one. I heard Fraser recite a sonnet, and I don't know what a sonnet is. I was an English major, and I don't know what a sonnet <laughs> is. How about you, Brad? Have you tried the, hitting the, the dating scene with a sonnet? Yeah, it does not work out because my sonnets are just the ramblings of a crazy person. Is it because you also don't know what a sonnet is? Yeah, you're not sonneting. You're just a crazy person ranting. I'm like, listen to my sonnet. A cherry tree drops on the earth. The sun shows the light of the of the moon. And the Bradley Kirkston rises from the ashes. Well, that was horrible. It was actually much better than I expected. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. <laughs> hey, guys. We got our first powder room alert. Drop the power room. 
So Frazier gets some very fancy hand towels, and he immediately goes to put them in his prized powder room. That was a really good explanation. I'm glad you remembered that because it would be really annoying to have to oh boy re, re replace that that very useful and worthwhile commentary <laughs> in another part of the episode. Well, I mean, as soon as as, as soon as we saw them discussing the the hand towels, my new frette hand towels have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Direct from Italy, I give you the spugna con frangia with the tulle lace insert. Huh? <laughs> Sounds fancy. Am I allowed to dry my hands on them? Well, you may miss the luxurious feel of your trouser fronts, but yes. Everyone knew that they were getting trashed, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, I knew the I knew the hand towels would play a role in the episode. I'm not going to say I knew they would be trash. I knew they would play a, a role in the episode. They play a shocking amount of a role in this episode. <laughs> it, was, it was very clear as they were setting it up to like hand towels. We talked about these all the time. It was such a nice box. Even the box that the hand towels came in was nice. Did yeah. anybody else think the hand towels weren't that nice? They just looked like white towels. The stitching, Curtis. The stitching. Unfortunately, hand towels is not one of my specialties. It's not something I'm an expert on. So the first was, time you said that about anything. So I, I just, I didn't you know. You told me was, that you would help birth my child, but you're telling I me you did. don't know anything about hand towels. Correct. It's just, it's not that I don't know anything about it. It's just not one of the things I excel at in life is hand towels. But offering to, offering to birth other people's children is something I'm an expert on. Top three things you excel at in life? Yeah, that being extremely good looking and uh, comparing myself to Taylor Swift are three Did things ch- I'm really Was good childbirth at. in the top three? Yeah, I'm really good at it. In, re- in regards to you referring to yourself as extremely good looking, I just want to say to the listening audience, especially those who do not know you and, and have never seen you because this is an audio medium, just picture... A typical American pretty boy. Classic American pretty boy. And yeah, bang on. No one would say otherwise. Especially if you're Canadian. <laughs> that, well, that's some inside baseball that can't possibly play, but whatever. If you're a Canadian listener. It'd be super weird to say that as an American. All right, anyway. Marty, definitely a trouser wiper. Like, I don't even think it was an insult when Fraser said it. No, he, he really, I mean, he has said some disdainful things to his father. That was said almost with pride. Yeah, 100%. Do you guys wipe the trouser? Uh, if I have to. What? You do what you gotta do. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> if you have to, do you have, do you normally have paper towels and napkins at the ready? And they're just like, oh, if I'm out in the desert, I'll wipe it on my pants. No, like, I, I feel like, uh, it's, you know, if I'm ever in like a public restroom, it's not uncommon for there to be no real way to dry your hands. And so you, you wipe. All right. But you would never do it in your own apartment. No, I'm not a monster. I've got Italian hand towels. Thank you very much. I'm an adult. Bad. We ought to try that. I do not have Italian hand towels, but if you're a visitor, if you're a listener, sorry, not a visitor. If you're a listener, <laughs> if you're a visitor to this podcast, <laughs> yes, pretend they're Italian. And would like me to try Italian hair, uh, hand uh, towels? She's a haircut. Okay, let's let's redo this whole entire segment. Hi, if you're a listener and would like me to experience Italian hand towels, please send them my way. If you need my address, you can just email me at reversepsychpod at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Do you think that individual <laughs> sentences that you say are segments? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <sighs> uh, I, I do want to say about uh, Julia, uh, when she very quickly pivots from clearly having no interest in Fraser to wanting to immediately sleep with him. I don't get why she's being so coy about it. Like, she's refusing to say the words, like, let's go to the bedroom. Like, nobody's there to be coy towards. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And he can't, Fraser can't handle the coy. 
He's not good with the koi. He needs specific instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I find funny in this part is that Julia changes so dramatically so quickly. But first in this scene, right? She's just like, oh, I'm not going to sleep with you. Never mind. I heard you sign it. Let's go sleep together immediately. Yeah. Uh, you jump past it too quick. Spoiler alert for your stupid game. I saw there was a dog. Wait, wait. It- Eddie's in this episode? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing a bit. Oh, right. The vet thing. I'm sorry. I, I well, genuinely and- forgot in that moment that Eddie was in this episode. Well, and it's super important for this because the next time, it, like, Eddie's scared to go to the vet, right? So he goes, so they, they say it oh, as a no. Korean war circus. Next time he goes to the vet, he fucking dies. So he has every right to be scared of the vet. Oh, my God. That is, that is the kind of intellectual depth that you're not going to get on a forwards going podcast <laughs> you would never be able to tell that in episode two of season 11 yeah for real for real subscribe or whatever whatever the thing the kids say if you were judging it right now it seems like julia is someone that's sticking around for the whole season just from this scene that's fair that's very fair like she like if she was the charlotte for the season it would not have been at all surprising would have made way more sense than from when we met charlotte in fact, most yeah. of the most of the ladies we do meet stick around. You're like that. There's no way they're sticking around. This one's like I could see it, and they immediately shit on that plan. Yeah. Well, we get our first title card: The Beastie Boys. With an oven on the fritz, Niles and Daphne are forced to relocate their announcement dinner to Flazier's place. Unaware they are already in his house, Flays tries to cancel the dinner, but he and Julia are caught half naked in the living room. On the obnoxious and annoying scale, <laughs> Julia proves to surpass even Anne and winds up spoiling the baby news. Big scene. Man, this scene. Oh, man. <laughs> Frazier's a terrible liar. I don't even know what that's in reference to. The, his lie about going to the movies and catching a cold. Oh, oh yeah, right. It's, is it terrible? Like, what's the chances that, other than the fact that Niles is here all the time, what's the chances that he's in your apartment? Again, you can't answer the question. He's always there. I was going to say, in this show, pretty odds are good. Like, I would be, yeah, I would cool. never walk out into my living room without being fully clothed. It just wouldn't happen. I, I know that the walls are very thick in this apartment. You would, you should have some sense that someone's in your apartment. That's fair. That is fair. I mean, this is an episode in which uh, people go to the kitchen, people go to the powder room, like anywhere they go that isn't in visual sight by the camera. There is zero sound penetration happening. Yeah. I do like that Julia elects to go out with him. It's like, you could wait two seconds. I forget why he actually goes out. Well, I I find it odd that she ultimately agrees to stay for dinner. Like, if I had just met this guy, slept with him, ran in half naked to meet his family, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, enjoy your dinner. I got to get the fuck out of here. I think she just doesn't give a shit, and she just didn't feel like leaving. And she she does prove yeah. that over and over. Yeah, yeah, you're speaking to social decorum, which yeah, she immediately gets rid of. Again, she's perfectly fine, perfectly normal at the start of the scene, and then about four seconds later, she flips and becomes a totally different human that is unrecognizable. <laughs> Niles has a great line when he confronts a half naked Fraser. Um, about having lied about going to the movies. And he says, that's what you wear to the movies. It's your own damn fault. (laughs) Yeah, that was was nice. I liked, um, I liked Marty's little line too. It was like, leave it to the Germans. Even their appliances crave power. Yeah. You know, I do love a good German joke here, there. So I I was, I liked it. Well, especially like an honest one coming from an old guy. Always nice to see. Yeah. Nowadays, it would be kind of weird. And then Frazier says, uh, like, when he gets busted, he just, he's, he spouts off some line that is utter gibberish. 
Couldn't even, I have no idea what he said to him. He says to, to Niles, I'm sorry. Would you have rather I told you that I was in flagrante delicto? Yeah. Like I said, he said absolute gibberish to him. <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue with them. It either means sex or it means naked. I'm not sure. I think it's Latin. It is definitely Latin. Oh, yes. Latin expert, Vlad. Let's hear it. What does it mean? Yeah, uh, it is, I don't know what it means. I just know that it is from Latin descent. <laughs> All of words are from Latin descent. In the very act of wrongdoing, especially in the act of sexual misconduct. So he referred to having sex with this woman he at this point thinks is his love of his life as sexual misconduct. Well, so so careful so careful on spoiler alert here, but from best we can tell, she's coming from the office that Fraser works at. Let's um let's give it up for the Raiders for going way too overboard with that multi-level joke at the moment i don't know how many levels it is can i just pause here to say how proud i am of you ryan that uh in an episode where there is a very very small offhand comment indicating that they are co-workers you caught it and remembered it that's very impressive for you <laughs> look at you trying to trying to be a good listener on the show well I, the way she said it i don't even know if it's actually accurate but she just says something about an office flag and i, I assume it's it sticks i actually catch everything believe believe it despite what you two say the internet back Backs me up. They know. I catch it all. Me and my upside down homies. So for those of our listeners who uh, do not watch the episode, I just want to give a quick recap for everybody to understand how quickly she goes from a, a woman that he is pursuing and wants to sleep with into a total monster. Yeah, it's hard to handle this. In like two minutes, she dumps on Daphne at, at, in her role as a physical therapist. She mocks Frazier's radio show and uh, Niles's. Uh, actual psychiatric uh, profession. And then later, she also grabs Marty's beer and monopolizes his chair. Everybody in the scene, every every character has been offended by her. Well, this Correct. is... So, so all of this is unfair, right? She doesn't know she's doing any of that. Frazier knows that his uh, TV show's a hack. He, we see that two episodes from now when he goes to start his own psychiatry practice, because I don't know what we, I, have we found out already that he's made the big reveal. I, I honest to God can't tell at this point. I mean, I don't remember. It, it must be episode one of this season it's, where it's, he decides that, right? Doesn't happen. Like one of the two. Do you think the first time we find out he wants to go into private practice is at a furniture store? It might <laughs> honest to God be, um, but then the rest of the slights, you know, how is she supposed to know? It's true. I mean, she puts her foot in her mouth without intending to. She also, well, I think that's the next scene where she does a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, it, it, it gets worse. <laughs> um, in, in regards to uh, her taking the beer, so, so Niles is serving drinks and he assumes she's going to want like a, a wine, but she grabs the can of beer and Marty gets all offended because he was going to get the beer. And my thought was, was this the last beer in the fridge? Like, why does he have, like, why does Niles make him drink the wine? Why doesn't he just go get a beer? Like, it's 10 feet away. I know you've got a case in the fridge. Because the cranes don't handle things well. What don't you <laughs> understand? <laughs> Something was amiss. They're going to handle it poorly. I thought it, at this point, she gave me Ronnie vibes. And I, I still liked her quite a bit. It's like, so what? You're doing some things you don't understand. She called Fraser's show out correctly. We're we're fine so far. She seems kind of cool. You are right. While, while offending everybody, she is straight shootering at this point. Right. Which is fine from my standpoint. Uh, so is this is this the part where Niall says, Fraser, what are you doing in the kitchen? You just asked to see me. Oh, so you haven't gone deaf. Why would I have gone deaf? 
because that's the only good reason you sat there silently while our profession was assaulted like a drag queen at a tractor pull. Yeah, which there's no chance that that Niles knows what a, a tractor pull is. There's zero percent chance. It was very funny. Yeah, so at this point, I, Niles takes Fraser aside to basically say this woman's obnoxious. And uh, he's like, well, you told me to commit to commitment. So I'm just trying to do that. And Niles is in this moment, like, yeah, okay, that, that's fair. Let's. Let's give her a shot. Can I can I say something? And I, I know I'm the only single one on the show, and I know my profession is kind of a joke already. But yep. to me, a, uh, a girl making fun of my profession in no way would be a deal deal breaker. Wouldn't slow me down for a second. Okay, good. I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. If they tried to attack my brother's profession, yeah, that'd be fine. I'd probably jump in. We are all on the same page. If anybody makes fun of your profession, Brad, we are we are not going to slight them for it that's how i start every conversation with you thanks bud yeah if i was wingman in for you and they shat on your profession that's a good inroad we, we would have more to talk about 100 percent. when she elects not to have the bird birds they do live in their own feces if you want to make that your reason you don't eat birds fine there's there is much worse reasons people have for not eating food or for only ordering green earlier i was going to defend my my distaste for seafood by saying that uh, all kind of uh, shellfish are just bugs, just giant sea bugs. And I don't like eating bugs. But having said that, uh, it does not faze me at all that birds uh, live in their own feces. Like, it's delicious. I'm going to eat it. I don't care what they're living in. Birds are disgusting creatures. We have bird flu all the time because they're just horrible creatures. And it's worth it because they taste good. Yeah, that's seafood, bud. The truth is, I just don't think seafood tastes good. <laughs> We know. So the the first comment I think that is really out of line uh, from Julia is she, when she says to Daphne, get C-section, that's a crazy first thing to say to someone. It is very intense. First, she uh, refuses to eat the meal, uh, goes into the kitchen to get cereal, and then winds up overhearing that Daphne is pregnant, spoils it for everybody. I think this part's still innocent, though. Like, she doesn't realize she's spoiling it. And that, I think that's it's fine. true. That is true. I'm just, I'm just setting the scene. So then, now that the cat is out of the bag, everybody is congratulating them for the upcoming birth which they just found out about that is when she decides this is the best time two words c-section my sister's about your size and when she had her kid it blew out the whole region yeah this is a crazy line to say c-section blows up the whole thing like, stop that's not no one would say that to someone when they found out they were pregnant you could at least wait three sentences yeah she's insane but i think i truly think this is the first hint of it is right this this moment until then, I think everything's pretty defensible. It does not stay that way, however. As Julia's rude comments and abrasive personality great on the whole family, Blazier stands by her side. He is ready to commit, after all. But in the end, it was not meant to be. As she crossed the one line, you never cross. Insulting a man's hand towels. We're getting really good at segues. That's <laughs> what yeah, so we've been practicing. <laughs> I just wrote, why would you do that to someone? I, I don't know what that is referring to. Uh, insult someone's hand towels? Because I get that. I don't think that, I, we're not here yet. I don't think that's this part of the scene. It's like the, the front of it. I don't know what it's referring to. Love that uh, Love that Frazier pulls out a full-blown easel. I, I don't even know if they, they sell those to non-art students or art teachers. I have no idea where I would go buy an easel right now. Uh, can I answer that question? Because I do know the answer. Please. It's very unexciting. The easel store. Amazon. Well, that's everything. Yeah. I mean, this was Seattle, but even still. <laughs> Where would you get it from in 2003, Brad? Oh, you can go to like a Michael's or, um, 
I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're saying to me. I can't think of any Michaels. I don't know what that is. It's like a, a Hobby cool. Lobby, but less less terrible. Joanne Fabrics. I don't know what any of these stores do. AC Moore. That one definitely doesn't sound like a place that would sell easels. That sounds like a place you'd get air conditioning. Blick Arts. What? Yeah. Should they lick? Blick with a B. Have you really never slept in an art store? I go to art stores all the time. I'm an artist. Are you serious? How do you think I get so creative? It's getting, it's doing my art. He has to buy paints for his campers, I bet. Okay, that sounded really creepy. I don't actually, I, I have staff that do that, but I know that kind of stuff. And I also... Doesn't sound that much better. How do you think I prep for these episodes? <laughs> I, I, I paint pictures. You paint out your feelings. I just wish you would paint a word picture that was coherent. <laughs> well, you know, I'm working on it. No, you're not. I noticed something that was interesting. So at one point, uh, Fraser and Daphne are chatting and they're eating cake. They've got little plates of cake. They cut away from Fraser, who at the moment has like a full piece of cake. And they cut to Daphne and a second later they cut back to Fraser and the cake is gone. But Fraser clearly has a full mouth as he's talking with his dialogue. <laughs> like Kelsey Grammer just hoofed down that cake in like the two seconds that somebody else had a line and I'm here for it. That was great. I'm, I'm proud of you. This is what leads to his weight loss uh, intervention. He added a cake to every meal. He found out he could eat a, a cake in, in one sentence flat and he realized he had to make a change. Good for you, Fraser. The other nice thing about the scene is we, we have learned what Fraser's kryptonite is. Hand towels? The, the ring yeah, of talk, Nibbegalum? Talking shit about his hand towels will really cause him to go crazy. That's not surprising. That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, I think <laughs> We, we, before we get into that, I think we should recap for the listeners a little bit some of some of the things that make Julia a bit of a, a crazy person. I want to see the first thing you clock because there's there's one thing that just go through them because I got one that's really crazy. They do play Pictionary, and she accuses Niles and Daphne of cheating. She also is just constantly like belittling everybody for the way they're playing. She she does correctly point out like Frazier does the worst drawing of all time. It's but very she's bad. So, she's so mean about like she's not mean about it in like a playful cutesy way she's like she's genuinely being cruel to him even though admittedly it's a terrible terrible drawing he did very very poorly Cherise Garcia I got it I I get it before they said it there's no chance there's zero percent chance you got that before unless you were actively eating Cherry Garcia and that was the only thing you could think of. There's no way you would guess that. I still only think that would be true if he just remembered it from a month ago when he watched this episode the first time. <laughs> Is that all you, All the things? I honestly, I did not write these down in this scene and I regret it because I don't remember them all. Um, how about they go to start playing and she's just sitting there in her chair dancing to no music. I have no idea what she's doing. Like Niles is setting up to draw the ring of whatever the fuck and she's just dancing by herself for no reason. Yeah, also, is she eating nuts? I feel like she's, oh, she's got, she keeps grabbing from a bowl and like just eating. <laughs> <laughs> she is consuming a lot of food. I don't know why. Uh, well, okay. We can't skip past it. Guys, we got a powder room alert. Drop the power room. Not only a powder room alert, uh, said by name. Let, let's get you into the powder room. Best one of the whole season. So at one point, she's eating that. She's draw, She's getting ready to draw a Pictionary. And she starts to choke. And Frazier's kind of turned away and doesn't realize what's happening. But the rest of the family, like, clearly register that this woman is about to die in their apartment. And, and they all just kind of stare blankly like, I think we have to let her go. Do you guys truly believe that Frazier didn't see it? 
that he had no idea she was choking and he just really couldn't face the shame of being berated. He absolutely was ready for her to die too. It's just the moment he caved and decided that it was be too messy. At that point, he just saw an opportunity to shame the rest of his family, which is his favorite thing to do. I just, I kind of thought she was going to die. Not going to lie. Were you, I mean, she might as well have. This is literally the last time we see her. Yeah, it was like, that's a good way to write her off. Yeah, you might as well have killed her. That would have been probably more compelling. Do you guys actually, there's no way Niles would have let her die. That doesn't fit. As terrible as he is, we've documented it many times. There's no way he would go cold-blooded killer. Yeah, I think once she starts turning purple. Uh, Niles, a a, a medical doctor, psychiatrist. Uh, Daphne is a physical therapist, healthcare professional, and Marty is an ex-cop. Every single one of them knows how to take care of a choking person. Like, there is there's no ambiguity oh, yeah. about them not knowing what to do. All of them knew exactly what to do. Daphne's ruthless. Marty's ruthless. Niles, I'm not believe- I'm. I believe he would get too skittish and go actually help. That's fair. But if he was going to kill somebody, he would do it by way of letting them die. He would not actively kill somebody, but... If they just happen to die while he's there, like I feel like that's the way he would he would do it. That's fair. I agree with you. I think he he would be too he would be too uncomfortable, and he, he would absolutely do something about it. But if he was going to kill somebody, he would do it that way. Just give them access to nuts and hope for the best. I do like your take, though. That Fraser scanned the room, noticed everyone noticing her choking before going to save her, so he could then <laughs> call all of them out. When he doesn't unleash his fury on her, it is great. Yeah. It is great. It's so intense and it's so quick. She insults and he go- he goes, get out. Like she could very easily be like, what the fuck? Like nobody noticed I was joking, but she seems completely like, yeah, yeah, they, I was joking. It was my bad. Like she doesn't blame anybody for doing Notice, nothing while she's done. This isn't the first time she's choked on some nuts and this isn't the first time no one saved her. You're talking about the scene earlier where they were having sex or what? what That's right. Frazier didn't help her then. He's not going to help her now. She needed an opportunity to be little Frazier, so she took that instead. What? With the she could have complained about them not saving her, but she chose to make fun of uh, Frazier for his um, hand towels. Yeah, 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 I think that's actually a better play on her part. Fuck those towels. They were nice towels. We've talked a little bit about how her behavior, in some ways, doesn't make a lot of sense. Like she kind of pivots from a uh, perfectly reasonable person to like psycho. I wonder if she was just real horny. Uh, all she really wanted was sex. And when Frazier got all like commit to commitment at her, he was like, what do I have okay. to do to get kicked out of this house? I like the idea that she was so horny. She was acting like on her best behavior. And then as soon as she let off a little steam, she went back to being a monster. <laughs> well, it'll be helpful next week when we, we actually see the first part of this and we get to find out uh, more from her. There's zero chance she's a monster in the previous episode. That would be, it would be so weird if she- if Frazier was like into it and then turns out, Oh yeah. If you'd have just looked at the previous episode, you'd know she was a terrible human. There's no way. Yeah. It'll be funny to see how many times it like she contradicts herself from this episode. Found this breakup surprisingly fun. You know, like obviously it was loud. It was intense, but like I hated her. I hated him. This is great. I was having a, a wonderful time during it. Well, again, that's the one disadvantage is we know they're going to, they're not going to, we know they're not going to be together forever. We don't know that. We just know that she won't be in the rest of the show. Fair enough. He, she is the person that Frazier deserves, as so far, from who we've seen so far, for the record. Yeah. Another title card, after the bile is over. Flage apologizes for monopolizing Niles and Daphne's big evening. 
They toast to the baby on board. Fraser has to apologize for a lot of things. I don't know why he has to apologize here. He didn't do anything wrong. I actually wrote it. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was kind of nice that he apologized because it's out of character for him to actually take responsibility for anything. I actually okay. think Niles should take more responsibility. Not, at no point does Niles reference the fact that he set all of this up. Okay, all of that is true, but it was very funny when uh, Niles tries to say something as Fra- Fraser is apologizing for having monopolizing their evening. And when oh, Niles yeah. tries to say something, Fraser says, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> still talking. I, I, yeah, that was pretty great. It was past- yeah, it was, it fit. I think that's the only thing he does egregiously in the whole experience. Up until then, I think he was surprisingly fine. And then one more quick, uh, fuck these towels. I don't care about your stitching. Flasier plays us out with Marty spilling his Sunday on his shirt. He reaches for the hand towel, but Flage races to save it from such indignity. Who owns Sunday cups? Like for ice cream? Who owns that? No one has those. You don't have Sunday cups? Do you have Sunday cups? Should I be getting Sunday cups? What 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 do you put your Sundays in? I don't do Sundays. You don't have a weekly appointment Sunday? No. What life no. are you leading? We eat ice cream uh, every other day. In what? You don't have a Sunday cup. How could you possibly eat ice cream without a Sunday cup? R- right out of the pint. You buy it by the pint? Yeah, doesn't everyone? What do you buy it by? Uh, one of those whale tubs. Oh, you, oh wait. You, sorry. Sorry. You buy it by vanilla, so you probably get it in bulk. <laughs> I, get, I get a, a five-gallon bucket of a. <laughs> yeah, your version of flavor means you can get it very cheaply. I apologize. I, forgot I love the idea <laughs> that I'm a man who buys the cheapest mass quantity <laughs> ice cream he can get and then puts it into an ornate Sunday cup. <laughs> With some fudge. Probably hot. I don't know. Yeah. Unclear from Marty's reaction. They're bathroom towels. Why does he care what people use them for? Bathrooms aren't like a very great place. It's just a very acceptable use for a hand towel is all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's he's the father. He can use the hand towel for whatever he wants to use it for. Yeah, but also it's a bathroom towel. Uh, using it to clean up spilled ice cream is a good use. First off, I'm pretty sure it's a powder room towel. Sorry, uh, apologies. I am so sorry, everyone. I, I fudged that. Just like Marty fudged his shirt. I think that it is weird to have a hand towel used to clean up chocolate ice cream. Like, no, the, the hand towel belongs in the bathroom and it is used to dry your hands that are otherwise clean. It's not used to clean up other messes. The old Fuddy Daddy Curtis finally comes out it takes 23 episodes, but here he is. It's good to see you, bud. We've been missing you. No, you haven't. It's <laughs> uh, a crazy-ass take. I don't, I don't know. It's a towel, man. Get over it. Brad, did you think this was a good episode? Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, this was hard for me because... Why are you thanking me? I didn't ask. Um, because you're a team. Um, to me, this was a below-average episode, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go C plus for this one. Uh, it's just kind of there. Raw Curtis, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, Raw Curtis. I ranked this one 12 out of the 23, so pretty oh. middling. Uh, I didn't think it was as bad as you did. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, I enjoyed it, but I will say the the second time I watched it, I did think it was less good. My boyfriend he he said that it was uh, boring. Uh, you were affected. Yeah, that happens with when people are in the room. Uh, I don't agree. It's this one's tough because I think the first scene starts out really good. So, and I, it does get worse from there. We don't get some of the fun payoffs from other episodes, but like when Julia is a pain in the ass in the last scene, it should actually be more fun than it is. And other than Fraser exploding on her, it, it doesn't quite, she's like too unbelievable. I think. Wait, 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 wait. 
Frasier exploding on her, that I don't think they showed that scene. They showed that in the middle and then at the end. He explodes on her twice. Guys, my mom listens to this show. What am I doing? (laughs) You fucking crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, she just is too unrealistic for me. It brings it down a little bit. But for the most part, like a, a good episode. If she would have escalated a little more normally, I'd give it a higher mark. I think I'm going to give it a 7-1. Well, now we're going to play a game of Mary, Kill, or In Flagrante Delicto. Oh, yeah. I'm, st- I'm still annoyed that you messed up the order just to make that joke. <laughs> so, uh, since Julia is such a serial fan choosing it over eating bird, so what we're going to do is each of us is going to be assigned some cereals, and then we have to choose whether we will eat it every day for the rest of our lives, whether we will never eat it again, or whether we will have it just one more wonderful time okay are we supposed to comment on that sounds great obviously that's a thing people do makes tons of sense so i will go first and i guess i will throw these out there for uh curtis okay here are your three options curtis fruity pebbles to rock your whole mouth cinnamon toast crunch it's got the tantalize corn pop oh i could be at home eating all the pops i want but i'm stuck in the woods on some stupid family vacation and that little weasel took the last box Oh, this is shockingly easy. Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I, it, there's almost no way you can answer this where I won't get mad. So good luck. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of artificial fruit flavored like candies, but mixing it with milk, no thank you. Fruity Pebbles, you can be killed for sure. Jesus Christ. I don't really remember corn pops. I, I want to say they're not that interesting. So I'll, I'll do them once. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Let's do that every day. Why not? I don't I don't care about my body. Oh, my God. There's I would have flip-flopped Fruity Pebbles and corn pops. So pop. much to break down. <laughs> yeah. Saying I don't care about my body and then saying Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the problem is stupid. The answers are terrible. Wait, is, is, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch not like one of those super sugary cereals? Definitely not versus Fruity Pebbles. I bet you. Yeah, but like I killed that one. Close. Corn pops would be the only one I would consider for for marriage, and uh, I assume <laughs> it's kind of bland. Is it not? It's just corn. It's not just. It's sugary. Stop it. It's corn. Corn pops is good. It's a very solid cereal. I think you've made a huge mistake. Like it's not too powerful. You'll enjoy it every day. I don't know. You could go either way with them, but I don't. I don't think that the right call is going. Oh, this one's too bland. You would not want to do salmon crunch that one. That one's your least favorite. Well, you'd kill that one. You should have fucked fruity pebbles. Like you really fucked up there. And as soon as you messed up the board that way, it's hard to tell. I think you're okay. It's hard to tell when I messed up the board. There are two other things. It's okay to marry either either other one and kill the other one off. It's just you just fucked up right out the gate. It's hard to recover. Uh, all right. Well, you know, whatever. Brad, you threw this one out there. What was the right answer? I I, I would have gone with uh, Mary Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I agree with them on that one. And then I would have flip-flopped Fruity Pebbles and Corn Pops. Corn Pops are really good, though. I still would have married Corn Pops. Eh, you might be fucking up. All right. Well, Ryan, I think it's my turn to assign you some cereals. Special K. If you can pinch more than an inch, you may need to watch your weight. Okay. Ooh. Honey Bunches of Oats. I gotta feed America! Are those different cereals? I don't know. Option three, Cheerios. Yes, each of these specially marked Cheerios packages has one of three different missiles and launchers free. Oh, oh man, that's boring. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, Curtis in the boring game. That is easily the most boring three you could go. I mean, yeah. I had, I had Rice Krispies on the list, and I chose not to include them because I thought it'd be too obvious as a kill. Do you even have a flavor palette? Yeah. I, 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 um, I, I, to, I obviously have to answer first, but I can't wait to hear what you think the exciting one is. They're all the same idea. I don't even know. I don't know what to do with that. I have to try to answer. I thought we were going to each name our own things and we're going to be assigning them. And so I had things, but I thought mine were too obvious what the answers would be. So I decided to change it up in the moment. And when I changed it up in the moment, I could only remember. (laughs) For some reason, those ones I could remember. You know, you could have Googled cereals. Like, they're on Google. I'm just so disappointed in you. I I don't know what to do with this. I think... I, I think, think this makes it funnier, though, so I'm happy with it. It's harder, I'll tell you that. Like, I th- I think Special K is the most exciting one, so I guess I'll fuck it. Just have that, that one magical night with Special K, and then I, I'm i going to kill Cheerios, because both of the other two are healthy. I might as well get the one that has more, like, texture difference. I, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. You, you probably more than any of us love cereal, and we're probably I, excited about this game. And I could uh, answer I just, any cereal. This was such a confusing three to throw at me. Oh man! Oh, I have to tell you what the correct answers were, right? Well, I want to hear Brad's stance because I mean it's an impossible question, but you got to yeah, answer it. I, I think I would kill Special K. I'm not trying to have what. Uh, I'm not trying to go to the bathroom all day long. That's um, not Special K. That's, you're thinking of brand flicks. <laughs> Do you go to the bathroom all night, all day long because of special K? You got a problem, bro. Um, well, a lot of people call me their honey bunches of um, so I would probably marry that and I would fuck Cheerios. Oh, boring. <laughs> Worse. So, <laughs> You'd handle that horribly. The correct answers were so kill special K because I never, I don't know what that what? is. What? Um, Why did you say that? What is happening? I would uh, fuck honey bunches of oats because. Um, I've never had them, but they sound very exotic. Uh, the woman in the commercial seems very excited about the the prospect of selling them to America. You gotta try honey bunches of So I want to give that a try. But I'm gonna I, Cheerios are, are safe and boring, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna marry that one. Yeah, it doesn't matter, bud. You pick so boring, it could be either one. <laughs> I really hope I really hope you give me more exciting ones. <laughs> I'm so flummoxed. I don't even know what to do. with that. Well, Ryan, here's your chance to, to give a proper list of, of options. Yeah, of regular cereals that people have... Uh, okay, it's fine. Brad, you've got the flavor profile of a child, so I'll give you some good ones. Tricks. It's the rabbit! Oh, no, 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 you can't, you can't assign that one. What? <laughs> Is it too exciting? He's an adult, and those are for kids. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. I, uh, I disagree. I think it's plenty fine to assign it to him. <laughs> for the reasons stated. For the reason that you laid out explicitly. Disguised as a kid, I might get some. Uh, yeah, trick cereal, honeycomb cereal. Honeycomb, honeycomb, me want honeycomb! And uh, Reese's Puff cereal. Thank you. Thank you for giving me real choices. Um, to me, this was very, 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 very easy. Obviously, I would marry uh, Reese's Puffs. That's, that's easy. You, I want to hear, hear your whys as you go through them. Yeah, I mean, Reese's Puffs, of the three you just said, are is the most delicious. I love peanut butter. I love um, chocolate. I love little balls. Um, and 
and I, I like when the balls move around my mouth. Um, oh. and then you you add that cream milk, and it just you know it makes everything go down smoothly. Right. And then um, so and you would, uh, you would do that every day. You would do cream every, down your mouth every day. day. Every day, every day. Yeah, I think I would go um, tricks cereal as my fuck. Um, I like trick cereal. It's good. It's simple. It's easy. And honeycomb, even though what I do like, you, what do you, what do you mean? It's simple and easy. What does that well, mean? Okay, so like it's just it, you know you got to have your tricks. So you, you might you might uh, tricks of the sorry. What I'm trying to say, which I'm sure you guys can figure out, is tricks of the cereal. You don't necessarily need to have with milk. You can just eat the tricks. Um, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, I'm sh- yeah for sure. I actually think honeycomb's a better milkless cereal, to be honest. Honeycomb is fine. It's fine. I like it, but you know, tricks are for kids, and I'm a big kid. Oh, that was the worst way to answer that. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. How would you answer that, Rye Bread? Oh, Kurt says to weigh in first. <laughs> I I was just gonna say yikes. You're like, oh man, there's there's cereals with flavor. What am I going yeah. to do? Curtis can't do flavor. This isn't for him. You have to take a shot, Curtis. I had to answer the three blandest cereals of all time. Answer the question, motherfucker. Honeycomb, I don't remember what those are. I'm not really a cereal eater. So what what are those like? Are they honey They're, tasting? Not really, but they are in the shape of honeycomb. Okay. They uh they, they chew together real nice. There's a lot of like air in between them. So when you Yeah, crunch, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill them. They're dead. Okay. Reason flavor. Are tricks another fruity one? Are they fruity? Yes, they are. They're literally they're shapes of fruit. I think they actually did away with that. Yeah, now, but I, I regret not killing them. So I guess I'm going to have uh, some very unpleasant sex with them because of the. Uh, you said for the fruity pebbles, you don't like the that it mixes with milk. Is that the same issue here? Yeah, yeah. I just don't, the idea of a fruit flavored cereal just seems weird to me. You're so weird. But you, as Brad laid out, you can eat them plain. And I, I, I will have some dry sex with those those tricks, and then, <laughs> and then. Uh, I'll marry uh, the Reese's Pops because, I mean, peanut butter and chocolate, you can't go wrong with that. I would also, I would say those are good dry. I, I would totally eat those dry. Oh, so yeah, all three are pretty good dry. You went the same as me. That's pretty cool. I honestly thought that you were going to say Reese's Puffs just because I have to choose one. Like, I didn't know what you, I didn't know you were going to give a compliment to any of them. No, I mean, of all the ones we've named today, the, the ones that I genuinely like are Cinnamon Toast Crunch and... Reese's Puffs. You're telling me you don't like Special K, you don't like Cheerios, and you don't like Honey Bunches of Oats. I didn't pick the things I would want to pick from. I picked the ones I wanted you to pick from. I hate everything that you stand for. All right, Ryan, how would you have answered your question? Uh, actually, Curtis was the closest. I would have... Or you, Mary Reese's, obviously, and then you, I would have actually fucked Honeycomb in a good way. Tricks is surprisingly boring. I don't think... I mean, yeah, I didn't pick those things, but sure. No, you did not. Yeah, but you, you said not. you would have fucked Tricks if you realized that it was a fruit cereal. I would have killed it. Sorry, I killed. Sorry. Yeah, you yes. just totally messed up the whole thing. Well, whatever. Well, this has been a worthwhile endeavor, uh, talking about cereal. Uh, I formally apologize to the listeners, and Ryan, why don't you tell us what to expect next week, which you will surely join us for, our listeners, uh, when we cover the premiere episode of season 11. It's episode one, No Sex Please, We're Skittish. Uh, yeah, Julia, who has worked with Frasier for his whole time in Seattle, will be around and ready to party with everyone's favorite megalomaniac. I guess she won't want to bone him yet, because she has yet to hear a voicemail sonnet. Niles gets Daphne pregnant. Wow. 
Okay. That's what, that's what I have for the premiere. <laughs> Quite a sex scene we're looking forward to. Or a steamy episode of Freezer coming up. What'd you say? Did you say <laughs> steamy, correct? I also said Freezer. Freezer. I do have a bonus prediction for you if you want it. About what? Um, what do you mean? Like an extra prediction for you. Because that, that one's a little one. short. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's you, new. I've never, I've never experienced such a thing. Well, go ahead. Curtis Sheck will stop lighting fires under people's asses to, quote, inspire them. Well, now I know you're full of it because I'm not going to stop doing that. I know it's your uh, favorite thing, but you're going to give it up this week. Uh, we'll find out next weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Uh, thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme music. Wait to see you next weekend. Thank you for listening. Probably definitely best this week that you don't engage with us on the TikToks, the Instas, the YouTubes. Reverse yeah, you Psychpod if you, you want can to. Skip it for this week. Reverse Psychpod at gmail.com if you want to email us all the reasons that we are the worst. And uh, just don't rate us or review us. This time I mean it. Don't do it, please. For myself, for Ryan, for Brad, great midday. Yeah, yeah you can skip that part. <laughs> We get our first title card. No, what? there's still more to the scene. So talk. I, I was taking a dramatic pause. Your, your dramatic pauses last a very long time. I was also burping. Well, excuse. Um, oh, I don't have much notes, actually. It's just the... Uh, I'm sorry, did it, somebody it, start playing the piano? You know who it was. You know who that was. <laughs> Liberace? Brad, fucking mute your shit. Um, we're not doing this again. Yeah, we're fine, but... I do like if my nickname was uh, Bradarachi. No, that didn't sound funny. Yeah, well. Uh, well, I think I think the way we're going to do this is uh, nope, we're going speak to with confidence. Don't think. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't imagine he had a, a pro, like. Th- th- does he really? I mean, all the all. He, okay, I'm not doing a great job expressing myself. You made it very clear. I understand you. I hear you. I see you. I get it. <laughs>